Hey, you're listening to the Raccoon and Fox podcast. Um, Shannon's uh, laying down. She's uh, she didn't sleep too well, and she's resting up, but she's listening. So, uh, and now you hear Sapphire playing with a plastic bag. Hey, Sapphire. Anyway. Hey, how's you been? How you weekends doing? This is Monday. Did your teams, yeah, all you hockey fans out there, did your team win? How are they doing? I got two teams actually, kind of. I got the Bruins. Penguins are out. I don't think they're playing. Bruins need to really get a win. That's the game's been postponed, I guess. So. Oh, I think maybe tomorrow they're playing, or I don't know when they're playing next. I'll have to look it up. But the Bruins need a win. We're we're down by two games, three and one. Look, Lightning. Have you ever been one of those people that get superstitious with sports? Maybe if I don't watch this, I okay, don't watch the game and they'll win. <laughs> the hell is that noise out there? <laughs> all right, it's all right. I just got a little distracted. I was hearing um, some weird noise outside. Okay, where was the? What the hell was it? Oh yeah. Never been superstitious. Like you have superstition, you gotta wear the same, the the certain kind of socks on a certain day. You know, with your football, that's coming out. So like, excuse me, folks. All right, Sapphire. I'm I'm sorry. I gotta take that break. <laughs> oh, that little kid. I swear, she's got so many little toys. She's got strings. She's got little caps. By the way, I'm teaching her how to fetch. She's got a little caps to bat around, a little little toy mouse, a little cube. And she gets so bored. She's got to find something new, something new. <sighs> yeah, but, okay, back to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're, uh, you're superstitious, you know, like maybe you wear those socks, your team's going to win. Or maybe uh, you got to wear a jersey. On a certain day, or you don't wear your jersey, or you just simply just don't watch the game, or you only watch half the game, and they're they're getting their ass handed to you. So you say, you know what? I'm gonna shut the rest of the game off. Maybe that's what I need to do. Stop. Don't watch the second half, and then maybe you'll you'll get the results. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I. I think we all have our superstitions of or super, bleh, superstition of when it comes to sports. You know, hoping that our team wins. It's gonna be weird. I like watching all football us um, players um, teams. Like the, you know my, you know I go I draft from time to time. I figured hey if a football player can draft to a different team. What the hell can I? And all you football players are saying, because you stay loyal to the team. Yeah, you're loyal. Like, 
so this guy can be making billions of Googles of money. And he says, you know what? I decided to draft to the Bucks this year. But I have to be a fan and just stay, choose one team and stick with them. Hey, that's somehow fans are. God bless you. You want to stick with your team? Yeah, you've been there for, you know, 1970. You've never been, you've never had a different team. Hey, cool. Me, I just like, you know what? I think variety is the spice of life. You know? Now, when it comes to football, ooh, got no fucking loyalty. I bet you're one of those motherfuckers who has two jerseys on when he goes to a the, that noise out there is just really distracting. Hold on, I'm gonna pause this. And we're back. Jeez, I'm sorry about that, but they're doing some kind of construction out there. And I'm trying to focus on what I'm saying because I could get easily distracted. I have ADD. And, whew. Anyway, what the hell was I saying? Damn, I was on fire. Wow. I even had to shut the window for uh, Shannon because she was trying to lay down. She didn't sleep too well, like I said earlier. Oh, no, it was football. I knew it was something about football. Oh, yeah, changing teams, yeah. Well, that's me. That's how I like to do it. Because I just like to have fun and watch football. And, in, like, when I go for, a, like, all right, let's say... I think this year I'm going to Seahawks. Going back to Seahawks. I didn't know what team. They said, well, Tom Brady, he's leaving the Patriots. Not that that he was the only reason why they won it. The whole team has, you know. But I'm just thinking, hmm, Tom Brady's uh, drafting. How come I can't draft? I know all of you Patriot haters. What the hell? You love the Patriots? Yeah, they're good. They're cheaters! They're fucking cheating! Okay, how did they cheat? They took the air out of the ball. <laughs> uh, they pay the refs off. Sometimes I wonder. You know? Sometimes you see plays and calls. I think I read an article about... Excuse me. Oh, hello, Bella. No, you're not going to lay on the podcast just oh you're just gonna have to lay somewhere else see i got bella and i'm i do this podcast on a cell phone <laughs> i want to upgrade someday and get a nice mic and headset i don't know what the headset does and you stubborn asshole come on bella no down yeah, don't growl at me. I'm going to upgrade someday. Really? Can you just sit there and not try to... Like, every time when I'm trying to do bills or if I'm... Here you go again. Alright, just as long as you don't... You want the window? Alright, here. There. Don't step on the phone. Uh, here, let me help you. 
apologize. I got kitty cats want the mans. Uh, I completely forgot again what the hell I was saying, talking about. I know it's football. I know it was about switching to, uh, teams and or drafting to teams if you want to talk. All right, I'll just pick up right here. So Tom is drafting to the Buccaneers. I'm going to watch that game, and I will watch a game And like uh, if you ask me if my team's not playing. Like, oh, let's say... Uh, the Browns and the Steelers are playing. I'll stick with the Steelers even if they're losing. All the way. So, no, I don't have two jerseys on and say, Oh, fuck them. <laughs> of course, I get a little... Sometimes I'm like one of those uh, extreme football fans. I get like Chef Gordon Ramsay out there. Oh, come on. When they're losing, they're just... They're just sucking a bunch of ass. Kind of like how sometimes I bomb on uh, the podcast. Podcast, I feel it's not doing too well. I feel like Chef Gordon Ramsay, except he would be coaching. Oh, come on. Is that all you got? Shut it down. You donkey. Oh, give me a break. Guys, come here. Come here, look at that, look at that. You giving up? No, no, coach. I think you're giving up. No, coach. Ah, sit down. Sit, get out. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's, <laughs> that's how I feel like when I watch football. Damn, I'm missing football a lot. I can't wait. It's starting up next week. Oh, the Seahawks are on the 13th. I don't know who, I think, um, uh, Jets and, uh, let me think here, Giants, no, alright folks, I'm going to ask Alexa, let's see if she answers right, Alexa, who do the Jets play next? This might answer your question, the Bucks will play the Heat this afternoon at 4pm. I did not say Bucks or Heat. Folks, if you're thinking about getting Alexa, that's how well she works, you stupid... Mm. Seriously, if you want a straight answer, you cannot get it from... She's good at time. She's good at a lot of things, but there's just times where she's drink... The Alexa app's drunk. I say Jets. Alexa, when do the New York... Jets play. The Jets and the Bills will face off next Sunday, September 13th. There you go. Okay, they're playing the Bills. That'll be it. That's uh, my brother-in-law's favorite football team, the Bills. Made it four times to the Super Bowl. And they didn't win it. Jets, I think they won it once. I think. Maybe twice. I can't remember. But, hey. Never too late for a first time for the Bills. You never know. You never know. Yeah, but I guess sometimes... I, and we love our snacks. 
Gotta have snacks. Man, oh, man. I want to win the lottery one day. Just win that big lottery. Just to get a sweet uh, football game. <laughs> or just have, like, my own... We'd have a upstairs with a bar and, you know, pool and you get big 70, 80 screen, HD TV screen for that sports. Oh, man, that'd be great. You know, I see, I keep seeing on, sometimes I'll look at Facebook and I'll see, um, I'll see like, like, what if they kind of pictures like you walk into your apartment and there's billions of billions everywhere laid out i'd be like what do you do and you know you get you're gonna have fun with it and say well i don't know what i do i'd be going i'd be tripping man. am i dreaming oh i buy this and that i had a friend if you asked him that you know, a fun hypothetical question what would you do if you found billions of dollars fat stacks laid everywhere well, first I'd see if it was counterfeit. I'm like, really? Oh, come on. I, I'm just saying, what if? Yeah, but what if it's not? But no, because it all comes from the government. They didn't need to be. No, dude, I'm just trying to. You cannot have fun with this guy. This guy's always serious. He cannot, like, sometimes he could be, you know, Billy Fun and goes, well, and then, like, we always talk about winning in the lottery. And then, like, well, all I know is that if you win the lottery, you're definitely going to want to move out of state. Move out of state? Yeah, because everybody will be trying to get your money. And everybody will try to find out where you live that might kidnap, you know, your family member. to try to hold it for ransom. It has happened. Sure, it does happen. But God damn, I'm like, oh, I just get along. Like... And then they'll try to slip on your ice and try to sue you in front of like I'm like, dude, if you are so goddamn paranoid of winning about what you do when you win the lottery, then why do you even want to play? Why do you want to win if you're, you're going to be paranoid? Yes, you're going to be a you, you, Okay, you got to be a little paranoid, but you just can't look at that as a negative thing. All right, you got to be smart first. You don't tell anybody. All right, you don't say shit. You sign it. You get a lawyer before you go and cash that bitch in. And then you talk to maybe a financial advisor. Because, I mean, you, you get about after taxes. Oh, man, I don't know. You, man, they pay your taxes. Get ready to play those Winning the lottery is like winning the lottery from the mafia, which the mafia is the state. You're gonna win like oh, I'm trying to piece together. Give me a minute. All right, so I think they take about twenty-five percent of your taxes, federal. And some states, federal and state taxes. So they take about 25% to 37% of your winnings, depending on if you uh, do it a lump sum or you just... Ow! Thank you, Sapphire, for falling on my toe with your claw. Okay, so they take about 37%, depending in 
you might have to pay a stake depending where you live of your winnings. So, um, a little, give you a little for those who like to play. I don't play the lottery that much. I just, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to grow. I don't know. But, you gotta be in it to win it. I, I buy a lottery ticket once in a while. I lost my cap and you probably, yeah. Don't that far. I just lose my cap from uh, a water bottle. It rolled under the table and Safari batted back to me. And we got the lawnmower people out there. Can't get mad at them for doing their job. They don't know what I'm doing in here. They don't care. <laughs> Alright, so. As I was saying, well, let me see here. Oh, uh, you win. Oh, you've won 200 mil. 200, 200 mil. 235. 200 mil and $2,305. I think you take an estimate of that and you get like, mm, take a 1,500 mil off that. I think you got a 100 mil and 40. Now, at the end of the year, you got to pay your taxes. See, that's where the mafia is. It's like, check this out. All right, I won the lottery. Yeah, baby. I'm going to do all this. Here's a typical lottery winner. I'm going to do all this. And then guess what? The boss comes in. Big cigar. <laughs> Hey, hey, Frank, Frank, come here, come here, baby. Uh, congratulations, congratulations. Uh, you like you want a lot of money there now, huh? Yeah! Hold on, folks. I don't know if you can hear that lawnmower outside. Now I know how Steve Austin is when he does his podcast. He has his lawnmower people do the lawn. Alright. Yeah, good congratulations, Frankie. Hey, come here, baby. Come here. How are you? You're looking good. You're looking good. Hey, so we got a little. We got. A, now I noticed you just already spent some of that money already. You bought a nice, beautiful house. That's good. Um, congratulations. God bless. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> but I want. We gotta talk some business here. Alright, now, the end of the year, you're going to pay some dues. The money is not all for you, okay? See, you're not just going to pay me, you're going to pay some other people too. You got, you're going to pay federal tax, alright? And you're going to fucking pay state, and you're going to pay the property tax. We want our fucking money, alright? Hey, yo, listen. I'm going to talk serious to you. I want you to give us the mama look, you know? You give us the mama look on this, we'll fuck your ass up. We're going to take all that shit away. You don't pay your taxes, you don't pay my fucking money, you don't pay the tax, the property tax. 
it's over. Game over. You're going to even be broke. All your winnings are done, and then you're going to steal all money, and then you're going to be in a dead-end job mopping floors. You want to fucking stand me, man? But hey, I'm just telling you, I don't... I'm not trying to be mean to you. I'm just trying to tell you like it is. You don't fuck us over, we won't fuck you over. <laughs> and that's how it is. You got to pay your people off. You got to pay the... So take that chunk, take about sixty million, and put it in a saving, uh, in a savings or what have you, for your bills, for your taxes, the people who want their cut. Make sure you have pay your taxes on everything. Make sure you have money for that. Like, you know, talk to your financial advisor. Say, hey, like, all right, I want to set some money for the people who want their cut. And yeah, uh, you know, be you know what? Be charitable, be generous, but don't be over generous. You know, if you want to like some guy, you just never know. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you you won the lottery. Tell him just run, just go the way. Uh, people get really crazy. I've heard stories. People get crazy over that shit. You just gotta be smart about it. You gotta play your card. You really got to play your cards um, when it comes to that. If you ever win it. And when I say financial advisor, I don't mean your Uncle Buck, okay? Hold on, folks. All right, sorry. I just wanted those lawnmower people that get done with this part of the building. Ah. Anyway, yeah, you know, you could go online and, like I said, and one get a professional financial per and, like, a licensed one, like, highly recommended. Because don't go to your Uncle Buck and say, Ah, well, kid, what you want to do is you want to invest it in a... <laughs> I don't know. You want to invest in a horse down at the track, all right? All right, how's, um, how let's see it. Hey, how's number seven, huh? You like number seven? You feeling good about that? Oh, <laughs> uh, number 32. She looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. Hey, here, here. Come here. Come here. Oh, yeah. This one. 41. 41. That's the one. No. Don't get financial advisor. Be smart about it, and don't be spending like a, like, oh, hold on, folks. See, I knew these guys would come right, I can't get mad on them, I'm not mad. Even though they, the grass looks already mowed, because I looked outside. But maybe they just need to go to, I can't get mad on them. They're only doing their job. Ooh, and... Belly's getting mad. Sapphire. I can't get mad at them unless they ride on their more and I look out the window. One happens to look up as he's riding by and he gives me the finger. Then I could get mad at him. <laughs> the hell? Why would they do that? Okay. So, yeah. I think that's my two cents on that aspect. Uh, I really hope I win it. Shannon and I. 
we get uh, more professional equipment in here for this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's my take on that. All right, sorry to pause this damn podcast so many times. But, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw a free ad in. You love coffee for your coffee. Hold on, Bella. You love coffee, but you want something to wake your ass up. Get your goat, get your motor running. Before you're heading on the highway. Getting your ass to work. Well, look no further, folks. You can get yourself some Death Wish coffee. Single serve coffee pods. Do you have what it takes to handle a cup of the world's strongest coffee? Then get yourself some Curie cups of Death Wish coffee. It'll get your day started. I, for one, have drank this coffee and I like it. Get 18 cups. Death Wish. Ow. Bet myself. Death, <laughs> Death cup for use with Keurig and one and two. Oh, that's instructions I'm reading. Death Wish coffee is created using the strongest possible combination of organic and fair trade beans and roasting them in small batches to perfection. Death cups. Use this signature blend in oh, Covenant singer single served cup that's both strong and delicious. Some may making some may say making coffee this strong is irresponsible. But we like to think it's revolutionary. So get yourself some Deaf Wish Cuff Deaf Wish Coffee. You can find it at Walmart or your local stores. I I tried it. I like it. I want to get some more of it. That almost will sound like a country song. <laughs> so there you go. That was a free ad. That was free. I'm giving the word out. Uh, do not get sponsored by because no one's sponsored. This this whole thing is free. And Deaf Wish Coffee, don't sue me. I was doing you a favor. Uh, ouch. Dang, I, I tell you what. I got a lot more guys. I got constructions, and then I got cats. All of you guys are making me pauses, motherfucker. I can't get mad at you. That's the bitch about it. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Man, um, it's two months to... November. You know what that means? These goddamn campaign ads will stop. They are driving in the... They're crazy. But they're stupid too because I'm not voting this year. Well, if you don't vote, you can't complain. The hell I can't. Can't. I can complain. I just choose not to because I'm not voting. And a lot of... Man... Okay. I've been off face. I haven't been too much on Facebook, but I've been ignoring politics like a motherfucker for uh, about a. I think I did it for about a week now, 
and I tell you, I feel a lot better. I don't feel that much stress. I'm not paying attention to the mainstream media. I'm just, it feels better. It's just, I think it's improving my life. If I'm not paying attention to it, I'm not watching the news, except for the weather reports. And I think it's like, you know, how the news and everything's so manipulative and social media. So manipulative that it could just braise your blood. But these campaign ads, you get you know, like commercials, like you want to watch a video, and it's the same goddamn campaign, even if you like that person. And the way they talk shit on each other's uh, parties, you know, opponents. It's like, ugh. You know, they make, and I don't even believe both sides. Because they're like, well, he wants to raise taxes. Well, he, I never said I wanted to taxes. Well, yeah, da, da, da. If I was running, I wouldn't, I would have been like Bullworth. If you ever saw that movie. See? Except I would talk some serious shit and would not get elected. Well, maybe I would. I mean, look how much shit Donald Trump talks to his opponents. He got elected, so, yeah, maybe maybe I can do the same thing. Maybe I could just go, like, have a campaign if I'm going running against Joe Smith. And, like, Joe Smith is saying, you know, Shaholm wants to win. Shaholm is making deals for high corporate money, paying the big money, taxpayers' money, to his own hand, taking, st taking state, uh, taking public lands and keeping them for themselves. Shalem is not good for this state. Shalem does not care for you. Like, oh, you want to talk shit. Alright, alright, alright. Joe Smith. <clears throat> what do you really know about Joe Smith? Well, you'd be interested to know that Joe Smith sucked the goat off. <laughs> Joe Smith approves of sex trafficking and deals and had made weapon deals with terrorists known as ISIS and Al-Qaeda. By the way, this is all a joke. Um, whoever, you know, it's all a joke, so don't, federal government, don't worry, I'm just fucking around. Joe Smith cannot be trusted. He's not for your country and not for you. Joe Smith would be watching that son of a bitch! <laughs> well, hell, just calm down now. No, no, no calm down, Bill. Calm down! Did you hear what he, did? You hear that? We know. We'll kneel. Well, we gotta retaliate. He just made false accusations that I made deals with terrorists. Not to mention, I give oral to goats. That motherfucker! Oh, I'm gonna sue his ass off. You guarantee that. Now, Joe, just come and watch your blood pressure. Ah, hell! Someone pull me a scotch. That's how dare he! God damn it! And I prove a sex trap. Now, oh, I'm gonna bust his ass. Come, someone give me. We're gonna make a retaliation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I want that lying son of a bitch off TV. I want. He shouldn't even be able. I want Shea home. Out of the campaign, that is just 
blatant lie. Well, now, listen. It's a lie, of course. He's talking shit on you. That's all he's trying to do. He's trying to fluff your feathers up. Well, he's doing a goddamn good job. <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's what how I'd be. Like, just if someone was doing their campaigns, because they... The way they go and make fun of each other's hair or personality, they just, like, really. And I know I couldn't even put, god damn, St. Bernard drooling everywhere. And I know I can't put that kind of campaign on TV. I was just making a joke, that's all. <laughs> oh, man. He... I think ah, in Sapphire, you can't claw up. You can't climb up my leg like that with your claws. You cute little son of a bitch. Ah, damn. She does something wrong, and she gives me those eyes. I'm like, what do you do? What did I do wrong? Like, oh, you big softy wailing. <laughs> oh. Oh, what is else? Hold on, folks. Uh, I was being social uh, a week ago. And I don't mean social media. I mean, back when people would actually talk to each other. Now, I was keeping my social distancing. Of course, I had the mask on. I was six feet apart, you know, from the person. I noticed he was wearing a, you know, Seahawks jersey. And I'm like, hmm, I'm waiting and my... You know, I was helping my mom with some groceries, loading the groceries in, because she's 76 uh, years old. And so she, some of those things could be heavy for her. So that's why I'm there. I'm just, and I see the guy next behind us, and I'm like, wow, I was waiting for her. And I said, ah, ah, foot me, you're ready for Seahawks season next month, huh? He goes on the 13th. I said, yeah, right, we're Talk to a little football. I thought, you know, I'm going to be social. I want to try to talk to an actual human being and not just thump, 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 thump. You need to be really, you know, be polite and just say positive things on. That's why I like to try to do. I always try to put something positive towards someone. You know, when I, when I do have a comment to say, which is, I try to lessen that now. That's another thing I'm trying to work on is not only less social media, less commenting. I'll just, I mean, because there's a lot of trashy people who say it's a lot of negative things, and I just don't want to be a part of that bowl of soup. You know? So I try to just say something nice. But I don't do that social media of myself. So I'm I'm thinking, I was thinking about deleting Facebook. Yeah. Saying, hey, can I, I have to wait 30 years. Or 30, 30 days, not years. Oh. I think you have to wait 30 days and then they'll take that shit off. Because people are complaining about it, they're getting hacked. You know, it's even been like, Zuckerberg has actually went to court over it. Mmm. 
I mean, the only two things I have is the Facebook and the Twitter, which I haven't been on Twitter that much. I mean, I, I just took a couple of looks at it because I like following people that I like. Excuse me. Damn, I'm drinking a lot of water. Like a horse. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was in person talking to these two guys. Like, yeah, you know, I said, all right, hey, you guys, nice talking to you. You guys take care. Let's go see Hawks, right? He said, yeah, you too, man. Thanks. Nice meeting you too. And that's what my mom does. She will go up to anyone if she's waiting like at a dentist, if she has an appointment, or if she sits out and belt, she's very sociable. And very friend. She'll talk to people her own age. And I'm like, man, this is what people used to do before, excuse me, that's what people used to do before the social media kind of thing. Because back then, I think people are, you know, I'm sorry, I just got distracted by Sapphire. She's like shaking her tail and uh, doing something weird with her mouth and she's looking out the window, maybe a bird or something. <laughs> yeah, but people like, but now like when you're on social media, people can just be empathetic. I think I'm saying that word. Not empathetic towards something, they'll put laughing faces at a deaf or something, and it's just like, Jesus, would you really people talk shit to each other in real life? I mean, I've heard it, I mean, why would you say that? Why would you just be so negative? God damn. And, as far as sports goes, they say, you know, because I'm just sick of the political aspect of it overflowing. Everything has to be part of it. So they say, well, Wayland, what about them taking a knee? I'm like, you know what? That's their thing. That's, that, that's what they believe. It's not what I believe. I mean, I'm, just, I'm here to watch sports. That is, if they don't start boycotting it, then I'm like, well, get some new players out there. Or striking, or whatever you want to call. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a whole... I just want... You know, the 2020 has been a shit show for sure. And I just want... Oh, man. I guess I just want things to go back to normal and all this... This virus to... Hopefully, I'm hoping the winter just freezes motherfucker down and... You know, these... Oh, man. Yeah, it's just... And all this protest and this rioting, this, like, that dies down, and it's good to... So, come on. We gotta be better than this. Uh, I don't know. I ain't making any statements here. I'm just saying I want things to go... I don't know. 
Man, see, that's the thing. I could just say that. And someone's like, someone there say, well, in order to get back this, this, this is it. Oh, yeah, well, this is that, and this is it. And then, like, if it was on, like, a fucking post like that, it was, it was oh, you know, Jake fans, I think you even, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm just saying I want things to be back to normal. I don't want no more killings and all that. And everyone just started fighting up. But see, that's how it happens. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> I just kind of I was I was really enjoying talking about sports and stuff, but to get off that shit, no, I hope we have a great football season. And Sapphire, you want those birds really bad, don't you? Like her mouth is hanging open. She's like, oh, if this window wasn't here. I should grab your neck and break it. And then I give it to my dad. And say, hey, look what I cut for you. You really shouldn't have. I think it's the thought that really pissed me off. <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> we had a... There was a feral cat we had living around here. Go out and kill prairie dogs. And take it home. Dropping in front of the, uh, the owner got real, uh, disowned the Katie cat. But every time that cat would come back to the apartment he was living in, he'd drop, he'd come back with a dead prairie dog. Like, oh, God. I had a cat, we had a, when I was a roommate, when I was uh, roommating with a friend, I don't know if I mentioned to you this on a podcast, but it was a summer night and we had the, we were living on the third floor, and we had a balcony. And we let the cat go out on the balcony. And all of a sudden, we were just watching TV. And one night, this fucking cat jumped on And like, what the hell? He comes in. He caught a bat and brought it in. <laughs> he brought it in the goddamn apartment, and then let it go. And then the bat just started flying all over the apartment. And my friend... He's bigger than I am. He's like, oh, shit, get away, get away. It's got fucking rabies. I'm like, God, man, what are you doing to it? Like, you talk about the three stooges, all right? <laughs> and this bat's flying into walls. He's then finally hooks onto the curtains. And I'm like, all right, you get it. No, I don't want to. All right. So we get like a, I don't know, some kind of stick. And I'm like, oh, and I. <laughs> Now, here's me. I'm trying to be serious. I want the bat out here, too, because I don't just some a bitch to bite us and get us rabies. But he's, like, tiptoeing, and I'm right behind him. But, yeah, I can't help that prankster in me. And he's trying to lift the curtain to see where it is, and I just take my fingers and jab him in the side and goes, Fucker, stop it! Let's get serious! Oh! So um, this damn bat flew around, hit, and then finally got a box, and we went, plop! All right, well, let's try to scrape it, and we're trying to scrape it. And we didn't want to hurt it. We wanted to just, you know, let it go fly out. Long story short, somehow the two stooges, and we had our friend, our friend, I don't know, he just kind of watched, but we're like scooting the box towards the balcony 
And we thought, well, all right. Because I think we heard its wing when he uh, put the box over him. And I think that that was going to move, but the edge of the box hit his wing, so we, I think he wounded the wing. So we didn't know that. So he scoots it to the balcony, and then he opens it up. All right. And the bat's just laying there. He's still alive, crawling. Well, the thing you don't know, the thing I know about bat is if it's on the ground, flat on the ground, it can't fly. It can't It can't fly like a bird does when it's on the ground. It needs to have air under its wings. Like, I sound really intelligent, right? <laughs> um, it needs air under its wings so it can, like, fly. <laughs> Well, we, we were saying, well, yeah, you got to push it off. When you push it off, he'll start flying. So we push it off, and <whistles> and like, we looked at each other. Looked like We looked down, and then we looked at each other. I'm like, oh, shit, we just killed that motherfucker. <laughs> and so it's still moving, though. It's with one, and we felt sorry for this poor little fucker. You know, first, it wasn't the bat's fault. And this little fucker was just crawling towards the, like, a corner. And I said, what should we do? You think we should go down there? I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. I know, but, like, I think it's dying. Like, you want to give it a mercy kill? And he goes, fuck, I ain't going to kill a bat. Well, we went to look, check on the bat about an hour later. It was gone. And we know that no one lets their cats out. But I think the bat might have flew off. That's what I want to believe. Happy story to that. <laughs> but that's not the first time we had a bat fly into our apartment. Or had a bat in the apartment. Because he had the slider opener in his own bedroom. Because there was a slider in the living room and a slider door in <clears throat> his bedroom. And a bat just flew into him when I was like in the living room just doing my own thing. And all of a sudden, ah! I'm like, what? I come on, like, what the hell? Did he hurt himself? Ah, fucking bat, there's a bat in here. I said, you, you kidding me? Another bat flew in here? Yes! You think it's the same one? No, I don't know. <laughs> What's the stupidest thing I had to ask? You think it's the same one? Oh, I don't know how the hell we got rid of that one. I think it flew out on its own. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, folks, that uh, concludes this podcast of The Raccoon. And Hopefully the fox will join us. Get Shannon. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you for listening very much. Uh, to all of you who are listening. And to all who follow the podcast. I really, really appreciate it very much. So now I'm going to go and listen to a podcast of my own. Hey, how you doing, folks? How's it going? Are you happy September's here? How's your hockey team for all your hockey team players? 
How's your team doing? Did they make it? Mine sure didn't. I'm here by myself. Just the raccoon. The fox is dog sitting. So, we got, well, she'll be back. Anyway, folks, um, you know, this one not be a, one of my wacky, goofy, clowning around on this podcast. Uh, it's actually going to be kind of actually a serious one. Um, well, I was 18 years old when this happens, and it's 9-11, so you know what that means. So I was 18 years old in senior high. And I thought I wanted to just go by and talk a little bit a little bit about this and uh give you a little bit of how even though I live in Montana and I was living in Montana at the time, I think emotionally, even though no one may had a a friend or member or, you know, who does died tragically that day. And for all you listeners, if you have, you know, family or friends who died, I'm truly, truly sorry for that. Um, all I know is it's like it really, being 18, um, the world really started to show what it was. Um, it was crazy at the time. Anyway, so, I remember getting up, you know, everything was normal. Didn't have the TV on. I was getting ready for school. I said, all right, you know, like September, uh, just fresh into the school year. So, I was just thinking about the first period. I didn't really care for the, care for the class <clears throat> I was taking, which I can't remember, let alone the teacher's name. Excuse me, folks. And so I got my stuff together, you know, I think I had a Coca-Cola because I didn't drink coffee at the time, although I should have drank coffee. When you're young, you know how you always, like, drink, you always put, shove, like, the most grotesque shit in your stomach. Oh, I'll have a pound of bacon and a two-liter Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, um, anyway, I got, I just had some breakfast and was waiting for the bus. Actually, I took the transit. So I got off the bus and, no, no, I took the, no, they had a school bus at the time. So I did take the school bus. No one knew on that school bus either, you know, and this shows you, this is before, like, people had cell phones, but not the cell phones we have today, where if someone dies or someone says something, everyone's going to know. It's back when, you know, like, you had to call someone before the text, even, I think. So everyone was just going about their business. No one had any idea. Like, no one told me, no one was talking about it. <clears throat> So we get to school, and, you know, I'm waiting around, talk to friends, you know. 
Just say, hey, what's up? How you doing? We're thinking about the school year, or thinking about the school day. Uh, what do you want to do for lunch? Or do you want to go over across the street, get some pizza sticks? Or do you want to, should we just stay here and eat what, eat the shit they have? Depends what they serve, you know. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> so, I go into the first class, and then I see a box TV on the cart. You remember those when it was a movie day? Teacher rolled that big TV out on that cart. And so I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even look at the TV. Like, the news was on. I took a glimpse. I, had a, I only saw a glimpse on the TV. What looked to me was uh, two um, smokestacks. So I thought, oh, no, I guess uh, somewhere in America, a nuclear factory blew up or something. And I took my seat, and it's like one girl I knew, and she was just, she just said, ah, poor people. I'm just thinking that as I'm taking my stuff out, like, yeah, you're really sensitive. You're really fucking sensitive, you fucking cunt. And it's like people are dying, and you're just going to say, oh, sarcastically say, oh, poor people. So I'm not even paying attention to the TV or what it's saying. I'm getting my books out, and I'm getting my paper. I'm trying to say, okay, where were we yesterday? I hate, I don't really care for this. I don't even remember what class it was. See, I don't remember a lot that day, except for what I saw on TV and how people were were walking in the halls. You usually, and I'll get to that in a minute. So anyway, and I look at the teacher, and she's like watching it. I'm like, okay. The bell rings. And I'm still, like, I look up. She's still watching it. I haven't really looked at it or pay attention to it. And then I'm like, all right, I'm looking down. All right, okay, here's the chapter. I think we're on. Here's the study. Here's my notes. And I looked up, and she's still watching it. And I'm thinking, well, are you going to start the class? And then I kind of like, and then I notice everyone else is watching it. And so I turn my head to it, <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, Fuck. It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? I see a plane, 747, going into one. One of the towers. And, you know, it was just, wait, is this a movie? Is this a movie? No, it's not a movie. Um. God damn, I gotta tell you what, man. It's so strange how shit like that, even though you you live in a different state, you can live across the... Um, you can live in a different country and you can feel, you can understand the pain, the terror, the agony. You can feel that, you know, you can understand it. And so maybe that affects you because it's like, you know, there's people you don't know. Maybe you do, because I don't know anyone from New York. No, I mean personally. But you can understand. These are people, and that was the connection that brought America together, because we were Americans. We were people. And we understood that you don't fuck with us. You know, we're going to come after you. Now... So there I am, and I just saw it, and it replayed that fucking plane just blowing up into the 9-11, or I mean the tower. I forget which tower, I'm just, but, uh, 
and no one was, everyone was just like looking at each other around the class, and I think I said, you know, I actually cussed out loud, I said, I didn't say fuck or anything, I just said, like, I think I said shit, I said holy shit, and the teacher, rightfully so, she didn't really say, hey, what, mind your, you know, watch your cussing, boy, she didn't say any of that, she just said, like, she just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's so horrible. And so, the second period came. Now, normally, the classes, you know, halls would be like, you know, people laughing, joking, and, the, you know, kids just, you know how halls were. No, it was like, it was just like no one was talking, no one was, it was very quiet. You know, people, you could, I looked at the faces, at, you know, other students, you know, you know, they look at me, I look at them, they're like, yeah, right, oh, I know. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry, I had to take a moment there. I was just like, I'm really lost in that, lost in that moment, just thinking how the school halls were. So second period starts, and that, you know, our home, I think my, I think it was called a home base or whatever. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? And so, you know, I went to uh, Kelly, my new teacher, Kelly Hammond, who's uh, on my Facebook, stayed in touch, and I just looked at her. She looked at me. She looked at everyone else, and I'm like, like, what? what's going on? I'm like, we're, I think it was just, Everything that that normal, how you act normal in school, it was out. And I think it was that last period where she decided, hey, you know, this has been on all day. And then you had, like, in the halls when we were going to classes, <clears throat> they were playing, you know, like, uh, Proud to be American, God bless USA, and... uh all those patriotic songs and, you know, they had a little, little radio and they put it up to the monitor, school monitor, whatever it's called, the speaker. So the last period, you know, she said, all right, you mind if I turn this off? This has been on all day. You know, like both towers were done. And like the second tower, like when we saw that one, mother, I think the second tower, I saw the second tower go down when it got hit. When I saw that, I was like, motherfucker! And I said that not loud, but loud enough to where uh, my teacher can hear it and other teachers, and she goes, she normally she's, you know, like, hey, hey, that is inappropriate. Like, oh, she just kind of leaned back with her, she kind of tilted her head back and said, Waylon, eat, eat, Waylon, control your language. I understand that you're like, I know, but this is, and then like, yeah, no, I said that, and then Chris, my friend at the time, he's like, ah, who could blame him, this is bullshit, and like, like, I know we're all, and she's just like really trying to be understanding of our frustrating, I know this is a crazy time, but we gotta remember, we gotta keep a civil voice or something, I forget what she said, 
Oh, man. 12 minutes in. 12 minutes I've been talking. I feel like I've been talking for a half hour. That's how I'm like in the past right now. Like I'm I'm visualizing, visualizing the halls, the classroom, the teachers, the faces. Whew, man. And I can only imagine for, you know, again, anyone who's lost any a family, a friend, a neighbor even. My love and my heart goes out to them and you, you know. And so, anyway, I just remember we turned off the TV and we kind of like, we were playing a, like a little board game to get it, I think, sorry, just to get our minds off of there. And we couldn't concentrate on work. There was no work done today. Everyone was on that TV. Excuse me, folks. We were on that TV. And, um... Sorry, I know I'm saying um a lot, but... I'm trying to think. So we were playing Sorry. And I think I touched her, uh, my teacher's Coke, and she doesn't like her... Like other people, I mean, she's a little bit of a German phobe. <laughs> I said, well, I just nudged it. You just got, you put your germs on the Coke. My hands are clean. I washed them. And like, we kind of, like, we sort of kind of line the mood up. Sort of. Not really. I can't remember the ride home. Actually, I, I really can't. I just, oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. My mom. She was still working <clears throat> at the hospital. She worked the night, so she needed her sleep. Got home. I said, Mom, do you believe this? And she goes, what? what? What are you talking about? You don't know what's going on? No, no. You haven't. Have you had the TV yet? Have you seen the news? She's like, no. So this whole day, it was like 4 o'clock. Everything's normal to her. And I turn on the news and then she sees it, she goes, oh my god. And she was obstructing, like, yeah. And I went to work at McDonald's. <clears throat> I didn't really want to feel like working. Hell, I didn't want to be, a, I, I was just, I was trying to wrap my brain about how the hell this happened. You know, I just remember that they showed the video of uh, <clears throat> George Bush uh, reading the, oh, a little trivia here. Okay, I'm going to get this wrong, okay? So just bear with me, all right? The, it was a children's book of My Lamb or The Lost Little Lamb or something. It was a, about a fucking lamb. <laughs> but I went and I was walking and just thinking, like, holy shit, man. I was angry, too. Like, what the fuck? These cocksuckers coming here. And I didn't know... I was just, motherfuckers come in here and all they had was box cutters. Why wouldn't they just take a laptop, smash the shit, and they, people say, because they thought they only wanted money. But, you know, I, you weren't there, though. And I got, you, you weren't there. But I think Flight 11 fought back. Oh, man, I'm going to get that. Hold on, folks. I think it was Flight 11. I was gonna about to get on Google and look that up. But, hey, you know what? 
Not today. This is like unscripted. This is what what you hear is what you get. Uh, I'm just I got nothing written down. I'm just speaking my mind. So you know, I usually write little notes. So I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, this topic, but not today. Um, speaking for the heart and mind. Well, anyway. I go to work and I like the boss. I really didn't want to work. I was thinking, eh, maybe I can just say, hey, I'm not really filling up. And so before I say anything, my boss, you know, a cool guy, he's like, hey, Waylon, uh, we're overstaffed. Do you mind uh, taking the day, night off? I said, yeah, I can really use a night off. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's really crazy. I said, yeah, I don't mind. Go ahead. Because they were over hours or something. <sighs> so I remember I went to a bar. That's when you could, no, I didn't, I wasn't drinking, okay? I had, we go to a bar with a, I went with, with a friend and we went to a, uh, um, oh, that place got burned. It was a bar, a restaurant on one side and a bar, Prospector. We went to a Prospector and well, we that was our little hangout. We'd well, we always get sodas, you know. We we'd have a Coca Cola, and we shoot some pool. So, yeah. And that's when back in the day, like underage kids, you know, like, well, no, I, no, yeah, I was eighteen. I don't know. Back then, I you couldn't go in there. So I was playing ball. I was talking to a friend, old friend of my dad's. You know, we're just. You know, I was talking to him while my friends were playing pool at the bar and having a soda. I said, you know what? I am angry. And they, they still, it's still on the fucking TV. And I said, you know what? I think, you know, I'm, I'm 18. I think I was 18. Cause, yeah, I was, I'm 18 years old. You know what? I'm going to enlist. I was like, yeah. You should enlist. I'm like, there were some veterans at the end of the bar. And they said, hey. And they all toasted me with. No, I don't know what. Anyway. <laughs> Shannon hates that. I like it. <laughs> but there were some veterans at the end of the bar. And they kind of toasted me with their whiskey and beer. And I'm like, eh. And they were, they were old guys, old fellers. Oh, good, good for you. You go and give them what for, you know. Like, yeah, you know, like, I was like, I'm going to go, and I'm going to enlist. And I did enlist, but here's the thing. I I said, I remember going to, the, I was going to go with the toughest place. I wanted to be a badass because you're thinking, all right, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go, I'm going to be a fucking Marine. Whew. I'll tell you a story about that. The recruiter's office. You talk about some stone cold motherfuckers. Marines, they do not fuck around. I didn't have to tell you that to know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I wanted to be a Marine. <clears throat> I said, yeah, I'm going to be a Marine. I'm going to wear those nice suits. And, you know, luckily I can wear a bald head. So I've been wearing one ever since I started losing my hair. So I think it was a weekend. I go down to uh, the recruiting office and I, you know, kind of peek my head in. And there's a guy who goes, hi, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about enlisting in the Marines. I goes, ah, 
And he looks at me, he goes, I was just wondering if I, uh, you had some brochures or stuff. Well, well, yeah, we'll get you some brochures. Why don't you come in and we'll uh, just talk with me. I said, all right, would you like a, he offered me a soda or a water. I said, all right, I'll have a, I'll have a soda. And I sat down and, you know, me being, trying to be, you know, I'm like, well, what's your sole purpose of uh, joining in, in enlisting? I said, well, you know, in 9-11, I was just thinking, you know, mm, yes. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Well, first thing you need to do, if you're going to join, you need to join. You know, he told me, like, you need to join for a sole purpose of improving your life and not think of a revenge. You want revenge. You know, when he asked me, did anyone die? Did anyone? I said, no, no. I just feel like I have to, like, you know, defend my country and contribute. Well, that's good. That's good. And this guy was like, he, I don't remember word for word he said, but all I know, this guy's eyes was locked dead. Didn't even blink. And so he was telling me about, you, like, hey, when you're in here, well, it's not the easiest, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys your age. Because I told him I was 18. He goes, did you graduate? No, I'm still in school. Well, that's okay. That's okay. We could still, you could take the exam. And, you know, as soon as you're done, um, we can enlist you. And as soon as you're done finishing high school, you could just join and we'll set you up. Well, I took the exam, failed because I didn't qualify. I didn't have, failed three times the exam. So, I was, you know, yeah, I know, right? But before that, he was talking to me like, you know, what it means to be a Marine, and what it means to, you know, fight for a country. And I just remember I was asking a bunch of stupid fucking questions. Being 18, you're still stupid. You you know, 16 to 18, out, no, actually, 16 to fucking 25, at least. The latest 25 is the typical, ah, you know, I got a big head on my shoulders, you know, okay, my fart doesn't smell. <laughs> No, I was just asking stupid questions. All right, so like, if you were gonna have to hit the dirt, what like you hit the dirt or you get down and you drop to the ground and land by a rattlesnake? And he goes, he looks me dead, locked in eyes at me. He goes, without blinking. You adapt. You adapt to every situation you're in. I was like, Fuck. I'm pretty sure this guy killed a couple of towel heads over um, seas. No offense to anyone who's in Iraq. I mean, I love, hey, guys, don't get me wrong. Anyone in Iraq or Iran and stuff, and I know some, there's a high tension between us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I say that with, you know, the bad guys, you know. The bad, the evil people give you guys a bad name. I'm trying not to offend anyone. Anyway, I know some red red blood in America. What the fuck you trying to apologize to them for? Motherfuckers coming in our country talking about 9-11. What the fuck, Waylon? No, no, no. Guys, guys, guys. No, everyone calm down. You, you don't read too much into it. Don't listen to me. Anyway, back to the fucking story. Jesus. <laughs> uh. No, he looked at me and locked in eyes and said, you adapt. You adapt to every situation. At one time, um, you know, in another situation, we were doing a Call of Duty tournament, and we had a guy from uh, the Army. 
And so I said, you know what? And this is when zombie movies were at a high. Like, it was zombie this, zombie that. You know, the zombie craze is kind of died. It's been dying down. Walking Dead's coming to an end. I know. Oh, they've been walking too long. Oh, finally. Uh, you know what? I'm enjoying the show, okay? I like it. Finally. Wait, well, what do you mean, finally? No one's forcing you to watch it. If you don't like it anymore, stop watching it. Stop paying attention to it. Oh, Jesus. I, I got tired of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you do you hear me going, Oh, finally. I mean, I, I'll probably go back. Maybe I just got burned out. I think everyone's just getting burned out. Everyone's who's like, you know, saying, Oh, the show's gone too long. I think they just got burned out too much. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's hard to satisfy nerds. All right, back. yeah, it was a zombie crazy, and I was asked. So, I asked a question. I said, "What if uh, the city, Great Falls of City, just start, you know, a zombie apocalypse happen? You know, zombies are everywhere. You can't stop it. You know, the city's out overrun. You, it's like overrun. It's pretty much lost. And like the one of the employers." Who were working at the playing trade? He goes, "Oh, I want to know the I want to know the question or the answer to this question." Like, yeah, I thought everyone just stopped what they were doing. Like, hey, that's a good question. What would you do? And the guy just like, uh, well, being a soldier, being an army in the army and a soldier, uh, I think we would just adapt to the situation as it goes along. And I said, "Oh, there's that word again, adapt." So that's what these guys do, people. So when their ass is in the fucking shit, they got to adapt to the situation. I think that's, you got to adapt to, I think that's a good way just adapt. I'm, that should be a shirt. When shit changes, you adapt. That would be a good shirt. It's a good slogan. should put that on Facebook, you know, one of those, uh, put someone's picture to it, you know, how they always, they're always putting a character or, a, or an old school celebrity, when shit changes, when shit, when shit changes in your life, you adapt to it, it's kind of like what we're doing right now, we're adapting to this new normal, new normal, we're adapting to that, some of us are, a lot of us are just like, fuck that. Oh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but that recruiter. Because, you know, I, I was really into all my friends. Like, no, you're going to get killed over there. You're like, thanks for the vote of confidence. Had a girlfriend. Like, you're not going. Okay, that's the end. If you're going, we're going to break up. I said, well, I'm sorry. I, I, guess I'm, I guess you won't be here when I get back. You know. And like, I'm serious. You go to the army, you know, you're going to get killed. I'm like, why do you guys think I'm going to kill, kill? You know, not everyone who joins the army sees action. Not everyone who goes to war sees action. You know, fuck, I could be a cook. Serve the soap. I could have served my country. I was a cook. I served. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I could have killed a couple of towel heads. Camel fuckers. <laughs> I saw one like, oh, I'm sorry. No, fuck that. 
Holy shit, he blew this fucking head off. I got one. Great kid, don't get cocky. Oh, fucking nut. No, I don't know. Shit. I know I'm a goofball in here, but fuck, you know, went to the Marines or the Army, maybe I wouldn't be so goofy. Well, maybe a fucking typical jarhead. <laughs> yeah, as always, I was visualizing, I was reading the brochures, reading books, watching documentaries on TV, National Geographic, you know, joining, recruiting, like, if I was going to join, if I was qualified to join the Marines, I'd be on that bus going to San Diego at late at night, talking to someone, like, waiting for him, then the re drill sergeant comes up. So straight face forward! <laughs> Congratulations on your decision to join U.S. Marines. Well, you can get off the bus, and you will stand behind the yellow line, and you will put yourself in front of you. Is that understood? Sir, yes, sir! It's drill sergeant. Yes, drill sergeant, sir! And they fucking hose your ass down with a... <laughs> with a big old, uh... fire hydrant hose. Oof. Watching do war documentaries. It was uncensored. And they lost a couple of guys to a mountain. There was like one thing I just couldn't, they were going to do a recon mission. And they were trying to talk to the villagers. The villagers didn't want to help them. You know. And one of them, they one of them got mad at them because they accidentally killed a cow. And they wanted to be compensated for it. And in during the documentary, they, they had the team leader, you know, the captain. Oh. <sighs> You know, I, I don't know if they were soldiers or Marines, but he got killed. And that just took the whole team down. Like, they're just, phew, their fire was just out. <clears throat> and the camera crew, they're in bulletproof vests and helmets. And one of them took one in the vest, and they interviewed him. And he's just, like, shaking. And, like, you know, like, you know, part, he goes, yeah, I want to go home. I want to go home, but, you know, I... These guys want to go home too, so it's not right for me to go home. They, you know, being really cool. Luckily, no cameramen got killed. <clears throat> no interviews. You know, and it was uncensored too on TV. Excuse me, gotta take a drink. Oh, beer's starting to go lukewarm. Talking so much. Yeah, but I really wanted to go, and so, long story short, to that, I just didn't qualify. Um, I didn't, I couldn't pass the exam. Oh, man. So, now here we are in a pandemic, and it's really not putting people together in a social distancing way. There are, you know... Black Lives Matters protesting and Trump and then rioters and you got 
Trump supporters, the cultists, Trump cultists. <laughs> I'm just, I'm having fun with you guys. <laughs> you know, I saw Barack Obama do give a lovely speech about this dude who uh, just sacrificed his life saving this lady. Yeah, red bandana. Fucking my memory is so bad. I can't remember the guy's name. I could Google it, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, all the firemen and police officers that day getting up. Didn't think of this happen. Cross that bridge for the last time. Jesus Christ. Then, you know, like, we had the backlash, you know. Everyone's like, everyone was like, Oh, Bush is not attacking the wrong plan. Mass struct, mass weapon, weapons of mass destruction didn't turn out to be around. I'm like, and you know, you know what? I like Bush. All right, I got nothing bad to say about him. I mean, financially, he was really bad. Financially, he fucking yeah. He, I don't know what it was, but I like him. All politics aside, the guy's actually pretty funny. I got to see George Bush. Uh, when he came to Great Falls. And guy's actually funny. <laughs> um, he's probably the funniest president I know. <laughs> uh, he's a quick one. So, then there was all the 9-11 conspiracies. I mean, what's, some of them were making me think, I'm mean, like, what the fuck? That kind of thing. And like, oh, there's a... See, here's the bump, because they showed a video. This is... Oh, man. This is like a camcorder, not a cell phone video. This is a camcorder video of like, you know, they were taught, like he was uh, videotaping his girlfriend, wife, and all of a sudden, boom, boom, loud, a big bomb, like a big bomb came off. And he looked up to see where it was coming from, and then the plane hit it, the first tower. Then it like, Yeah, I think the, fuck, man. Yeah, that got crazy. And I remember uh, people were protesting the war, and I said, shit, what is this, the 60s now? And people were asking me, well, Waylon, do you support the war? I said, man, I support our troops. That's what I support. What do you think of George Bush? I said, I think he's doing all right. I mean... I don't agree with everything he says. I mean, I've never had a president that I liked. I agreed with everything they said. Obama, love him, but there's things I didn't approve of what he did. I'm not going to name him. I'm not going to name anything. So, you know, now here we are, and we got um, people split apart. You know, we can't just say, hey, you know what? Okay, you wave a Trump 2020 flag on the back of your pickup. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, cool. That's what, all right, you're, you're entitled to that. And I respect your opinion. I have a friend on Facebook. He's an older fella. He's like 60 or something. He's one of those old school dogs. Bring back the draft kind of guys. <laughs> we argue and disagree tremendously about when it comes to politics. 
But I tell you what, we never deleted one another. We didn't remove each other off Facebook. What we, that's what people need to do. Like, hey, I'm not going to delete. You're entitled to your opinion. But, you know, and I'm just saying I disagree with it and you're wrong. I'm right. You can disagree. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. But when you go to the lengths of, well, you know what? I am deleting you off Facebook. You are no longer my family member. You are no longer my friend. Oh, if that's the way you feel, then we've got nothing else to talk about. You delete. Unfriend. Oh, you know what? Fine. Don't come around here if you want to talk. Like, it's just people. And when it comes to family, just leave the politics outside the house. Actually, leave it. At your home. Leave it at your own home. Okay? Like last... I think the whole Donald Trump got brought up at Christmas. Around Christmas Eve. And people started... And I just... I heard I went to the bathroom. And then I heard when I got out of the bathroom. Well, I don't like the trouble. I said, oh, I'm walking out. I know I... I'm walking out. I'm not going to argue with it. This is family time, not politics. Leave that shit at home. Okay? Put put your family before politics. And respect whoever they approve of, okay? Alright. I'm Waylon Shalem, and I approve that message. <laughs> God, I can't wait till election's over. And if you're asking me, well, who are you voting for, Waylon? I'm not voting. What? Why not? Don't you know it's your patriotic duty? <laughs> Don't you know it's your patriotic duty to be a part of something big? <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, I'll vote. When I vote, I'll vote when I feel that. There's someone I want to vote for. Anyway, I like to just leave me out of it. Who, you know, whoever's president is president. And besides, I was telling them, they don't care. They just want your vote. They'll say, hey, well, I tried to do this, but Congress shot it down. So, hey, I tried. Anyway, on to the next thing. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I know I don't bring politics on this show, but I figured 9-11, it's eventually going to happen. Oh, jeez. So, you know, I just want to get that shit off my head. I was just th- sitting here. I wasn't planning to do a 9-11 uh, thing. And... I just hope you guys honestly know I'm not making light of the situation whatsoever. Uh, especially those who lost lives. Or, I mean, those who lost loved ones' lives. Uh, pulled a George Bush there. <laughs> hey, you ever see George Bush bloopers? Check them out. They're funny. I told you the guy was funny. You fooled me once. Shame on... You? What I'm saying is, is, like, you fooled me once, you can't fool me again. A lot of OBGY. <laughs> Go check out uh, George Bush uh, bloopers. Uh, he, he's good. He's a good sport ad, too. He knows. So he, he's watched them, too. He's a good sport. <laughs> um, so, little news. Uh, oh, 
By the way, how many of you husbands out there or ladies already brought out the pumpkin spice? How many of you have pumpkins outside your door right now? Pumpkin lattes. You know, I love pumpkin. You know what? I'm full of shit. I love the pumpkin spice stuff, too. I just like it when it's a little closer to October, but Shannon, she likes to bring it out early. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. She like, do you mind it? Do you mind the pumpkin spice? No, I don't mind it. You know, I really don't. I love the pumpkin spice. I, I, pumpkin lattes, too. I've had a pumpkin latte. Oktoberfest! Woohoo! Yeah! Daddy wants a part of the... Hey, if we're going to do uh, pumpkin spice in October... Or September slash October, Daddy wants a little bit of his own uh, pumpkin spice in his beer. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin pie. Well, you could do a lot of things. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice latte, cinnamon pumpkin, smelly goods in the... Uh, whatever the hell they plug in. <laughs> burners, pumpkin spice burners, pumpkins... Jack-o'-lanterns. Sound like Bubba from Forrest Gump. Alright. Hey guys, thank you for so very much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for all of those who uh, listen and follow and, you know, just kind of listen if you're at work or you're at home. I really appreciate it, all you guys, for... Um, Listening and holy cow, someone's mad over the the door. Slammed the shit out of that door. Goddamn kids. It's when it gets quiet when I'm by myself. Those two neighbors have an argument. One slams the fuck out of the door. I'm just like, boom! Oh shit! Fuck that! I hate that. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I I want to put this in closing to. For all those who served our country, for those who had sacrificed and lost loved ones for this country, so thank you very, 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 so very much. A special thank you. And I say that with love from a stranger that you don't know. I'm sure if Shannon was here, she would say the same thing too. So, on behalf of Shannon and I, we want to thank you, men and women, and for those who paid the ultimate price for serving and keeping this country safe. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, if you got uh, something to say uh, about 9-11, how it impacted you, or had a loved one, or had a short story, Go to Facebook, The Raccoon and the Fox. It's a group um, thing. Or you can go to Waylon Shayholm, my personal Facebook. Actually, I don't really uh, spell that out for you. I kind of realize Facebook's been getting hacked as of late. Go to the raccoon and the fox. Uh, or just try to leave a comment on here if you can. I'll try to read them. And if there's something you would like me to uh, say or uh, 
Or if you want to correct me on something, something I need to be corrected on, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Thanks for listening again, and God bless y'alls. I'm trying to think because I'm going to push pause or I'm going to shut this thing. Oh, I forgot to say this. Oh, well. This is unrehearsed. And, uh, yeah, good night, guys. Because it's dark as hell in here. Like When I started this podcast, the room was light. Now the sun went down. I've got to turn on some lights. I hope I don't trip over a cat. <laughs>